Justin, you ready to smash some meat together until we produce yeah. a couple of genuine uh, wrestle boys? Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Eastside. I'm Zach. Oh my god. The order threw me off. That was weird. And uh, we're gonna we're here today to talk about wrestling. Um, we don't have much to recap um, because there wasn't much that happened this past week. Uh, <laughs> um, <Making> assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raw was good. SmackDown was good too. Yeah, it could be better than just building. NXT Any. was great. Yeah, so great episode. Adam after Cole probably did something. Uh, <laughs> Adam Cole debuted. Adam, debuted. Adam Cole debuted. <laughs> yeah, great match against Eric Young. Nice. Adam Cole, baby, baby, baby. But we're not gonna get into recaps. You know, no. we want to make this a different. Guys, episode. this yeah. has been a prank. We're recording this two minutes after the last episode. Oh, God. It's a prank. I'm sorry. Fucking kayfabe dad yeah, breaking not, kayfabe. Yeah, we're, not, we're not gonna kayfabe Sometimes you here. Sometimes you gotta put something in your back pocket, son. Because <laughs> <laughs> what if Smackdown is literally the shittiest episode of all time? And we're like, it was pretty good. Do you remember I they said all that racist well, stuff? Well, he says watching it right that now. a few weeks ago, but they definitely oh did say God. some racist stuff. I'm sure they did. Fucking Jinder Mahal. Jinder won all the titles? He won the women's yeah. belt? Yeah, if he's, he if and he's, the UK belt. If he says oh, racist fuck. stuff when we see him, can we riot? Yeah. Be like Vince McMahon. I don't want to fight him. The person of color say the racist stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much what it Poor is. Poor everyone. Yeah. Quit being racist, Vince. <laughs> and Kevin Dunn. Fuck you both. <laughs> fuck Kevin Dunn a lot more though. Because Kevin Dunn. Spotlight's on you, Kevin Dunn. I'm gonna Google My you later. Keeps popping. Shit. It's because I'm doing this with it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Kevin Dunn. Um. Well, that brings us into what we're gonna talk about today: the current Kevin state of WWE <laughs> and its racism. <laughs> That's not what we were going to talk about, but yeah. um, WWE is racist sometimes, and that sucks, but like, there's some bright, shining moments sometimes, too. Hopefully, I, I it'll feel, get less I racist. feel what they are trying to go for is that lowest common denominator of heat, and they know that it will get heat mm-hmm. if you say things that are that low-brow. Yeah, it's like a cheap joke. It's, it just To me, yeah. it shows that the writers and Vince McMahon haven't grown enough through having this business for four fucking decades yeah. to be like, oh, hey, that's worked. Um, what else can we do? Do to you know get any dick jokes that happen on wrestling? Those are Vince. Any dick jokes are a Vince thing? Vince yeah. loves dick jokes. It's because dick jokes are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's where his humor's at. Yeah. Like every now and then, if there's a, a good, funny dick joke, Probably laugh. Yeah, I mean, but when it's like a show of dick jokes and racist stuff, like that's what he like. It's like, like oh, this is being written by an old rich white man. Yeah, yeah I mean, like he rich started white man like that also yeah. I think has a humor of a thirteen year old. Yeah, like yeah. started into the business as like you know he was still like pretty young, and then like that's where he's been for the rest of his life since then. Like he's gonna be stuck in that mindset of when he was still a teenager like starting into the business like people always say ask Vince what a gallon of milk costs he can't tell you does he say something like he is in this fucking (laughs) weird bubble yeah and like he like he doesn't get it yeah and like it's just it's a nature of what he's put himself into yeah Mm -hmm. it's that rest of development joke like yes like what can a banana cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> like that is actually Vince. Yeah. Except yeah. like it's not making an excuse, it's just kinda of showing why. But he still should be able to have people around him be like, Vince, you can't say that. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 
It's that that should be up to a lot of the people to be able to kind of check him and say, hey, you can't say that, especially Hunter. Anybody that would mm-hmm. be able to kind of get some stroke, but not like fucking yeah. worry about their job, because I feel if you do that enough times, then you can at least say he'll know like, oh, I can't do this because this. Yeah. And so it's a mix between everybody that's the top brass in that company needing to step up and not fucking be job scared and say, hey, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do this because you're getting racist or you're getting sexist. Or yeah. You're getting just a bunch of different things. Um, just being a fucking bigot. So don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Fuck you, be Vince. Be a good fucking person. Everybody. Be a good guy, Vince. That's just a thing to everybody. Be a good person. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. Show each other, show each other empathy. That's what this episode's about, y'all. Empathy. Empathy. The E stands it's not, for excitement. Because I'm pretty sure we're just <laughs> going to talk shit on Roman Reigns. Wrestling empathy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the current state of WWE, um, Roman Reigns is the big dog. He retired. Big not, dog. Not retired John Cena, but John Cena passed the torch to him. Um, I don't know. How do I want to word this? It's not a good thing. Nobody likes it. No one's fun. No one's having fun. So do we do we need a Cena-like figure? Do we need a torch holder in general? Wrestling has always had the top guy. Any mm-hmm. company needs the top star, the top guy. Uh, that's just something that always happens no matter who no matter who it is. In the like 60s and 70s, you had Bruno San Martino. Mm-hmm. He passed it up to like Bob Backlund for a small time. He then gave got it to Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hogan ran with it from the eighties and nineties. Yeah, there was a weird flux period in that nineties, and business wasn't the best. But you had guys like Bret Hart mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Was Ric Flair ever one of those guys? He had it for a little bit. Okay, like, he was the WCW guy more than. Okay. But Not. but like the main guys you had were. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, those are your two top stars. They try mm-hmm. to make Lex Luger, but Lex Luger is definitely like Roman Reigns. Okay. <laughs> and so you've always had that. From there, you had Stone Cold and The Rock. Mm-hmm. Who both had it at the same time, essentially? Yes. Or just had it with yeah, each other? it worked out. Well, actually, like, in that, that era, they had Stone Cold, The Rock, Taker. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. When Mankind. Did Taker. Yeah. And Mankind. And so when you keep going a little bit forward, then you had Triple H as he was a bad guy, but he was kind of yeah the he, top star. He stopped. He like stepped into a vacuum that happened pretty suddenly with mm-hmm. The Rock suddenly like doing movies and Stone Cold suddenly retiring. Like it was supposed to be Lesnar, mm-hmm. and then Lesnar left, and that's where they tried Randy. Randy was too young to run with it as a babyface. They they were kind of like with chickens with their heads cut off for a while until they got John Cena. Yeah. yeah. And so from there, it's been John Cena since, like, the mid-2000s. So do you guys think that necessarily has to continue on? There needs to be some There needs of- to be a name on the board or a few mm-hmm. names on the board that will draw you in. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is not, except for John Cena. Yeah. And house show and live, like, live events and even TV tapings prove that. Yeah. And ratings, like SmackDown, their attendance and their ratings have... Gone back down to um, where they were before, and even a little bit lower for live events. Because Cena's not there. Yeah. yeah. When Cena moved to Raw, they kind of dipped a bit. Yeah. Because like, there's like fans like us who go for AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and like the workers, the but mid, mid but that's such a small a star, but okay. Yeah, but that's still a small percentage of you know the 
like a house show a or a, like a live event you know like you need to have like someone who hasn't watched wrestling in five years go oh wwe's coming to town Who's yeah here oh john cena's here i'll go to that yeah like, well, that's what happened the last time we went. It was Orton. People went for Orton. Yeah, we had, there's people next to us. They're like, oh, I haven't watched SmackDown in this long. But then, like, fucking Orton came out. They're like, ah, Randy! And so, it's stuff like that. It's like why there's, like, a local uh, promotion that's booking Rey Mysterio. And it's like, people fucking know Mysterio. And they're yeah. pushing Rey to the fucking moon. It's like, hey, this is fucking Rey Mysterio. Yeah. He's here. And it's like, god damn, people see that name. It draws people in. Right now, the big draw is wrestling is coming to town. Mm-hmm. One thing with, with wrestling fans right now is the hardcores are so much more immersed in than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. They are dropping more money. They are going to more events. They will fill up that front section. Is it because they're bringing in people from like New Japan and like the people from NXT? They're really like well, they're some of the best wrestlers ever. It's in a there mix right of now. that, yeah. and it's just a mix of th- these people. No matter what, are always going to be into wrestling. Mm-hmm. They like wrestling. Then there's the more casual people, the people who go with their families and go to the top or like the top section. I don't want to spend too much money because they like a guy. Oh, this guy's cool. So cool. He's hip. He slams beers. Hell yeah. I'm hip to it. I like beer. He likes beer. Fuck my boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if not Roman, who should be the torch holder right now? If if anyone. Could it could it be someone like Shinsuke Nakamura? Um, he's too new. He's too, he's too new right now, but given that they've had Cena's and Hogan's, it's a very, that dynamic, that mm-hmm. fucking, like, you know, all-American boy, pretty much, is, yeah. like, the, the torchbearer, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, could, could there be somebody that's not, like, as uh, relatable to, like, the majority of, I'm sure, the viewing I mean, audience? I would love that, but... Of course. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, because right now, with what they've done... Is what they're the way they book everybody is that everybody loses to everybody. It's 50 50 booking for the most part. I mean, when you get a little bit more on the card, you're not going to have that. So, with how everybody's booked right now, there's not that guy. Yeah. yeah. Is there people that could be that guy? Yeah. Finn Balor is one of the ones that I think Finn Balor, AJ, AJ's old, so he wouldn't be able to, like, he's older, so, like, he wouldn't be able to hold the torch as long. Yeah. Even though he's. But maybe that's better. But. I mean, he could be a transitional guy in that spot. Finn could absolutely be that guy. Finn like, could take that spot and run with it. Um, yeah. Also, I would say, um, if given the opportunity... And so fucking Amore. <laughs> and so Sammy Zayn could be that fucking baby face that you are just so related to. Yeah. And you are just fucking feeling... And you were just like, yes, this is my fucking guy. Yeah. This is the one. It was going to be Daniel Bryan. I'm just scared they're going to dolph him. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought you said dolphin. I'm just scared <laughs> they're going to dolphin. They're going to dolphin. I love Sami Zayn. And especially after we're watching um, his partner El Generico matches. Oh, man. Um, this weekend I watched him win the NXT title, which is like one of the best, most emotional That story arc made him a fucking star. The first few matches he had made him such a star. It's such a high point, and then after the match, debuting best friend Kevin Owens fucking turns on him. Yeah. Immediately after, and it's 
like beautiful storytelling. Kevin yeah. Owens should be the top heel in the company. Yes, yes oh, definitely. Which I think they're, they're pushing him that way. With I mean, he's in a storyline with Vince. Yeah, he frog splashed Vince McMahon. <laughs> you know, that that should be the foil to any of the good guys. That's yeah. the and so naturally, Cold treatment. The Sami Zayn should be a perfect opposition to that. Yeah. Sami Zayn, I think, is a guy that you could really like do some stuff with. Maybe not your number one. But he's definitely your number two guy. He's your workhorse. He's your Bret Hart. Yeah. He's your guy that you're going to count on every night to fucking have that big match. Like, he could always be the, the perfect good guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would love to see that. Um, oh, no, go ahead. No. I didn't have anything to say. Oh, you said, um. Yeah. So what, uh, what would be keeping someone like Strowman from that role? Strowman's too green. He yeah. can't have that big main event fight yet. Can he in the future? Yes. Is he getting that popularity and that boom? Yes. But um, what I feel No Mercy showed is is his inexperience. Is, yeah. It's like, damn, he's not there yet. Yeah. Also, just big guys have struggled to like take that mantle for long periods of time. Because it's hard for them to fight little guys and make it believable. Yeah, Yeah. it's hard for them to be a, like, sustainable baby face. Like, it it happens, but, I mean, you look, Diesel was terrible in that role. The worst growing champion of the 90s. Yeah, like, I mean, Undertaker, Undertaker was kind of, like, that constant guy underneath. He, like, he was always in that top tier, but there's always another top tier guy with him. Mm -hmm. It It was never, like, just the Undertaker. The Undertaker and, was a guy you could count on every night, and he was going to be, like you said, like the constant. Yeah. It is Taker. And also, he is a very different big man than anyone ever has been. One of the best big man workers in history. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's going to be an issue for Strowman, too. It's just like, he's getting that babyface reaction right now, but, like, how do you book him as a babyface? Like, except against Roman. Yeah. Like, it's the only person you can book him as a babyface against, or Brock. Those are, like, kind of the two. How about how about young guys, guys that aren't on the the main roster yet, that yeah. you feel could make that splash? Could, I mean, being developed enough in NXT could come up and do that. I I'm mean, gonna, I'm gonna say one right now. Adam which, Cole, baby. That's goes Adam, on. Yep, which, Adam fucking. I knew you were gonna Adam say Cole, it. absolutely. He he's only what twenty eight. He like, has the look. He has a really good look. He could work. He's a great heel, but he can work baby face because mm-hmm. he's like small enough to do that. He's like like he re- Shawn Michaels type. Yeah. He's yeah, really Shawn Michaels. Like the way just his hair is and everything, just his look in general, not his wrestling or anything. He reminds me of Triple H. Oh, yeah. a little bit like a young Triple H. Um, May not have the size, but what what the roles you can have him play in is either that like shitty heel, which he's done really well. Mm-hmm. You have henchmen like let's just say Red Dragon, <laughs> or then when he finally turns. He's that baby face getting beat up and just fucking feeling for him because a big monster, let's just say, like a Strowman's kicking his ass, but he never quits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it booked right, like a Kenny Omega? That was like, that Kenny, was Kenny, that was my first thought. Kenny Omega, if WWE was smart, would have signed him, would have given him a the world. Long time ago. No, would have signed him after when his contract wrap after his uh, after Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was fucking red hot. You sign him. You like hey, here's Lesnar money. Yeah, yeah. I you and know, lead my company. I and fucking business would be through the fucking. Room. Yeah, I would not. Like I would believe it if they offered it to him and like, but he said I have business still to do over here. Yeah, that like he thinks about wrestling differently. Thinks of it than, as an art form. And yeah. I think he's like I would not be surprised at all if they gave offered him 
maybe not Lesnar money, but close to Lesnar money. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I've got stuff to do. I feel that there's no way they did right now because Vince has this weird way of thinking that you're not a star unless he made you. Oh. But I feel if they would offer him giant money um, and they gave him the platform to just be who he is, mm-hmm. have the matches he's having. I feel like he'd be the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, like, he'd be oh, so yeah. good because he is a great heel. He's a great baby face. And in the ring, he is one of the top three. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's a weird question. Um, do we live in a world where a woman could ever be that person? At this point. With, with yeah. Asuka coming in? Has a woman ever had her own, like, commercial on a pay-per-view? Um, yes. They used okay. to be karma ones, which were fucking frightening. Yeah. yeah. Oh my she, god! She was frightening. Just these, like, like hers, like smashing like dolls and everything, and I'm just like, and her laughing in the background, and we're thinking, oh fuck, yeah. I'm gonna die. That sounds too. sick. I'm also dying in this. Um, I think Charlotte's pretty close to that. Like, it's a very different level, and it's still like. I guess still... the the women have to all be there too. Mm. There they're, has to be the competition. They're still pushing through a lot of bullshit. Yeah, it's like that. They are still having to like unbury the entire concept of women's wrestling to yeah. a general audience to shine through. But I think Charlotte is like on her way towards on that trajectory. They I had hope it so. With Bailey. Mm. Okay. I, I agree th- with that. They had it with Bailey because of the the very like organic rise of Bailey in NXT and the just feeling like the emotion that she had and got from everybody in that building in Brooklyn and TakeOver. Um, when she won the title was unreal. Mm-hmm. It overshadowed the main event, which was Finn Balor versus Owens. Kevin Owens in a ladder Jesus match Christ. for the title. And everybody at the end of it was like, "That was a good match, but fuck that Bailey Sasha match." Yeah, Sasha Banks is another one. Yeah, but I feel it's another thing. It's like we have to keep progressing with women's mm-hmm. wrestling. At this point, it's just not viable because yes, they have really good workers and really mm-hmm. good characters and people that could lead it. But then you still have... They're pushing the wrong people. They're pushing the wrong people, and then you still have that fucking stigma that's a bathroom break. But yeah. When yeah. They could be, they're having like some of the best matches on cards. It's yep. true. They, yep. it's, it's breaking that mindset that was yeah. built yeah. up for... Well, since the beginning of women's wrestling in WWE. Yeah. yeah. They've but never especially since like Trish and Lita left, yeah. it's been such hot garbage. Just like, models who are coming in that you could tell never cared about wrestling. And I think yeah. what you sense now is that these people at least give a shit about wrestling. Yeah. And as a wrestling fan, I, I, I dig that. Well, yeah. and I think they're making strides. Like, this is a little example, but with that commercial where the Divas thing is on the TV and Sasha kicks it over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, with the whole May on Classic, like, being featured on the WWE Network. So cool. Kind like, of saying. I think kind we have. Star. I think, I mean, it'll be a while, but once we weed out. The not good talent, yeah, the well, herd, if you will. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much have like they're real close to already having done that. Like, yeah, there, there's not a lot of like because there's like 14 women that are active on the main roster total right I mean, now. It, yeah, like, it becomes the issue of, like, are they gonna, when are they gonna, or if they're going to give it like a 50 50 time on the episode of the they, show? They won't. they yeah. won't, like, that it's unfortunate. They just literally. That's so far away in the future yeah. because of but like. That's what they would need to do in order to get some sort of like company star out of it. Is not just give them like a fatal five way at the at every pay per view or something yeah. like that. But I feel that was done a little bit more so to also protect everybody in the story. For yeah, sure, and it was a little bit different. There's just a lot of there's a lot of 
there's not a lot of one-on-one women's wrestling matches right mm-hmm. now. It's it's they have to showcase all the talent, and I get it. And I'm glad people are getting TV time, and they really are very talented. It'd be better like, if it was more than one. If match. they could just mm-hmm. really tell a story one-on-one, I feel like they're mm-hmm. doing a better job of it last year than they are right now. Yeah, actually, because mm-hmm. there was like, you know, the Nikki Nikki Bella was in a feud outside of the title, and like. There was like multiple storylines going on, on, especially on SmackDown last year, and then it's kind of fallen off. I feel like they're doing it to protect storylines right now. Yeah. Yeah. To like kind of protect things, and so like they don't want to give away Bailey Sasha. They don't want to give away Alexa Nia. Like they're trying to hold off. So it's like everybody just go fight. We're trying to buy time till later. To like Survivor Series Rumble Mania. Yeah. We're trying to get there, and so right now we're at this weird period. Where it's like, hold, please, yeah. let us just get there. It also yeah. didn't help that, at least like on the SmackDown side, you know, Charlotte was gone for like a month yeah. because like of her dad's health. Like, and that's your number one like female like wrestler on the main roster, like across both brands that was gone for like a solid month. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is the current state of wrestling, um, guys. Another guy I want to bring up that I feel could be a giant baby face. Mm-hmm. I feel like I bring him up a lot. Johnny Gargano? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gani Gargano. <laughs> Gani Gargano. Johnny yeah. Gargano and Candice LeRae should be the next Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying he is an unbelievable worker. Yeah. And he's an unbelievable babyface. That should yeah. be a top babyface. Maybe not the top guy, mm-hmm. but he's in, he's in the mix because I feel just his work as a babyface and his work in the ring is fucking almost unmatched. He's one of the best babyfaces they have next to fucking Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Nice. And Sami Zayn. Nice. Yeah. Give it to Sami Zayn. I love Zayn. For somebody who wrestled, boy. Who, who wrestled in a mask. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. What? When? Uh, all the time. Um, you guys didn't know. It was just in Quebec. Oh, okay, um, okay. Cool. Um, he has a really, really good facial expressions and very emotive mm. with yeah. everything he does. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, like a very weird current state of WWE because I feel we didn't go over the current state of everything. No, we just got that. We, just dream, gotta, we, we dream big. We dream big here, genuine wrestle boys. I think it's just probably some stuff we've all been thinking yeah. recently because I've also been thinking about that, especially since No Mercy. It's like, well, they're obviously coordinating Roman. Like, well, who else could they do? How else could they get there? Like, what else could happen? And I guess we'll yeah. just all have to kind of wait and see. Yeah. Adam Cole is going to be a fucking millionaire. Yeah. I actually literally just thought of this now, but Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins suddenly got me. Like, just thinking That'd that, sick. that matchup is like, that's a really good matchup. Oh, like, I'm, I'd be excited just for that. The, the, Wet, 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 greasy <laughs> hair, boys. Yeah, just the wet. Like the match is just like gonna be like just water running off the sides of the ring. Also, Ref's gonna have to get some shoes for Cruz, not slipping around that ring. Hell yeah! <laughs> Shout out shoes the, for Cruz, uh, the the workhorse guy, the guy who should be running the IC title in the future and like the US title, kind of like that workhorse guy, mm-hmm. Roderick Strong. That's what I yeah, that really good. They're in that two segment second, like the second segment of the night, that two three segment match that's taking up twenty minutes of TV time. That should be ready. Yeah. Mm. And a guy that I have no idea exactly where he fits in, but I see big things like no matter where it is, is Alistair Black. Like oh, that's the anti-hero. Like, yeah, that's your punk. That's your awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it should be that's a slow. Your, that's build, your fucking taker. But, yeah. Different, different, different style. Obviously, yeah. not a big man, but that's your aura guy. That's your 
not even necessarily spooky guy, but that's your guy. It's like, I mean, ooh, this guy's different. Especially less so now because he actually talked on TV for the first and time. It's very normal. It mm-hmm. was. I was like, oh, he it's, doesn't it's, even have as much of an accent. They as should really expecting. play off the fact that like he was born into a cult. And yeah. I did hear that the Velveteen Dream uh, probably actually did kiss him at the tapings, and they cut it. I don't that feud is a weird feud. But I'm, Mr. I'm Black vs. Velveteen Dream. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Um, a little short guy today. We'll be back next week with a three-hour-long episode for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pay-per-view-length episode. Yeah. We just kind of want a little... This is just stuff that necessarily fit within everything that we do on a week-to-week basis, but we wanted to get some more content out there. Yeah. Real spicy. We just like talking into these dang microphones. Yeah. yeah. We're all hand-holding them, it's by the fun. way. It's really fun. I'm going to do this every spicy time. This is so content. Cool. I'm going to get a lapel mic. I'm going to get a, <laughs> I'm gonna get a headset mic. mic. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to end sync it so I can dance while I talk about wrestling. Yeah. You better. I'm going to just do burpees. I'm going to burp. Boy. Um, yeah, let's get our plugs in. Let's, uh, what? How can we keep this free, Isai? You can keep this free by going to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Help keep this free. They keep sending these gimmicks in the mail called bills. Isai needs to buy more Bud Light Lime. <laughs> <laughs> no, we pay for server space with their... No, seriously, yeah. Uh, if, if we just get like one a month, that'd be great just because it'll help make it so we can pay for this and it's something we're gonna do anyways but like it'd be cool if we had help yeah also it helps you yeah get in the books you really you get a it's just it takes like five minutes and you, you get a free book to listen to and there's a lot of options and it makes your brain cool your yeah. brain's so on fire your brain does so much stuff all day give it a give, it, a, give it some fantasy yeah fire. give it a little bit of imagination juice <laughs> great kings of leon <laughs> <laughs> um yeah plugs um, you can follow me on Instagram at Blue Gazi. Follow me in his car after work. You can follow me in my car after work if you're on Eagle at about roughly 4.02 p.m. I'm sorry, um, Eagle what? Uh, what are the Eagle, Eagle and I go down Pine. That's so the executive Down Pine. Pine, go down Locust Grove, then go down Overland, turn left on Meridian Road, and then you can follow me to CUNA. We can get some Enrique's, eat some tacos, watch wrestling. Work. You can smell my cats. Boom. Yeah. You can see me at work. I work right by where he lives. Yeah. Come buy a phone for me. Yeah, buy a phone from Eastside. That new iPhone 8X or whatever it's called is out. Uh, iPhone 69. Uh, follow me at DuckShirt on everything. Uh, support your local wrestling for us at the Idaho Wrestle Club. Yeah. Support them. There's support some cool matches coming up. That uh, you can for wrestling um, as far as on the local level. It's very hard for these companies to keep going without your support. It's very yep. hard for us to keep going without your support. So again, Audible.com slash WrestleCast. Damn, we're good. I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at My Chemical Dad Pants. Great name. Oh, thanks, guys. Or uh, on Twitter at, at Kfabe Dad. Mm-hmm. Check uh, out his band. They are, we are apes. They're cool. They sound like uh, Chelsea Wolf, but my mom would like it. <laughs> I don't know why. That's like the best compliment I've ever gotten. So. It said, I, I thought you were going to say it sounds like Chelsea Grin. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, that's what we're going for. Uh, I guess Chelsea Wolf. You guys got the wrong Chelsea. God, <laughs> damn it! Like, man, she makes better music. Let's just do what they do. Yeah, and you can follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter and uh, at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Genuine, or wait, sorry, WrestleBoysCast dot com. And WrestleBoys at WrestleBoysCast dot com. Email us with any suggestions, please, on iTunes. 
rate, review, and subscribe. Click the links here. Wait, this isn't a YouTube. This is yeah. <laughs> That's not that platform. Yeah. No, um, man, man needs yeah. to. Man needs oh. to. I've had wrestle drums on the Instagram and the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for anyone who came to our show last Friday. Yeah, it was venue. great. You guys were awesome. I re- he appreciates your support. Yeah, there was thousands there. It was <laughs> thousands. It was of the really Olympics? dangerous. It was. <laughs> Axel Rose was there. Bon Jovi was there. <laughs> I reinvented Axel Rose. Chris Jericho was there. Yeah, and, I was like, why did I only And also, think Red Hands Blackfeet will be on the uh, Jericho cruise. I'm already playing <laughs> so they're playing on the Jericho cruise. They're only allowed to play covers of Judas by yeah. Fozzie. <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. WrestleBoys316 says, let there be peace on earth. Let love reign supreme. Let love reign supreme.